Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome, welcome, welcome on the edge. Brains, look who we have here. Julie. Yeah, that's me. Hello. She's from Australia. And we were just talking about my dear Aussie friends and all that they are going through down there in the land down under. Brains, she told me that, well, there's been so many floods. You see it on the news all the time. But she said people have been living in tents for over a year. Yeah. You know what? And I say this uh, with love. We got people here in the United States that's been living in tents for five, six, seven years. Uh, the the yeah. homelessness. I just came from Europe. And How I was Italy? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in Italy, France, and uh, Spain. But it's no homeless. Somebody yeah. told me that they you know, give vouchers for two years. They don't want the homeless on the street. And I understand it. But it's Mm. also very difficult, you know, for the government to, let's be realistic. They're trying to govern everybody, make decisions for everybody. Some have been desensitized. Sometimes there's not enough money. Sometimes Mm. people don't want help from the government. It's a lot of things, but also it's a state of mind. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. And Julie is an expert in that because she's a wellness coach. I want to ask her, what does that look like in real time? What does that feel like in real time these days? What is wellness? Is it contentment? Is it prosperity? Is it courage? You know, it takes a lot to be quote unquote way uh, well. And women are suffering from it at an all-time rate. They're trying to be everything to everybody and take back over the planet. They get burned out. You know, so I want to talk to her about the burnout syndrome. What are some of the signs that let you know that you are burnt out and you need to slow down? Welcome to the edge, Julie Hoof. The biggest sign in burnout is just never feeling well-rested. Like you might sleep seven or eight hours and you wake up the next day and it's almost like you have a hangover, but you've never had a touch of alcohol in that night. And it doesn't doesn't matter what you do. You might think you're having a healthy diet, but it's just the body can only take so much. Like us women, we're multitasking. Men too. We're expected to multitask. We're expected to run a home, we're expected to work, we're expected to raise children. And our bodies can only take so much. And especially if you don't have support from family or a partner, you might be a single mom, it's a lot to deal with. Or you might be low on money. That's that's a huge stress, especially in today's society where the cost of living is just going up and up and up. And I, I get it from everyone I talk to. Everything is so expensive at the moment. Everything is so expensive. And uh, mm. you don't know where to cut corners. And then that burnout turns sometimes into hostility. It turns into chemical dependency. It yes. comes to anxiety, depression. Yeah. 
cruelty. Yeah. Uh, internal. There's a kitty cat. And then it, uh, you know, then it also. I've got the intruder. Hi. So we're talking about we're talking about something I know something about because cats yeah. seem to always be very patient. But I see these people with emotional uh, support animals. They yes. really just need somebody to love. They need somebody yeah. to offset that. Offset and someone to love them. Like the, the love from a pet, you, you just can't describe it. It is just so beautiful. They mm-hmm. just love you. Like my, my cat and I, we're like best friends. We are there for each other. And, you know, he's just a beautiful animal. And like, I live alone and I choose to. I like living by myself. I like my own space. But it's nice to have a pet. It is. And someone to console. And someone that's not judgmental. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't care what I look like as long as I feed him. I and I'm nice to him. What, what, what set you out on this path of wellness and then turning that into a profitable business? Right. Well, I was ill with chronic fatigue for over 10 years. And I found it very hard to find someone to help me. Because that time there wasn't a lot, like doctors really didn't know a lot about chronic fatigue in 2005 when I was diagnosed and they're very quick to, to call it depression, quick to give you medication, but they don't actually look into finding the cause. It's a different world now, like 17 years later, it's a very different world and people are looking for more natural alternatives. And when I found an amazing wellness coach in 2016 who changed my life, and I'll be forever indebted to him, he taught me how to not only love myself but to regulate my nervous system. I didn't actually realise that I was in fight or flight constantly, that I was actually suffering from quite severe anxiety, but it's because I always felt that way. I didn't know any better. It wasn't actually until I was taught how to calm my body in quite a fast way, actually. It's very, the technique is amazing. And just calm calm my farm down, basically. And then I was able to heal. Some of the techniques, I know that you can't go into all the intellectual properties, but we're talking about, is it food? Uh, Is it diet? Is it regulating the amount of, uh, you know, caffeine or stimulants you have in your diet? Is it preparing your body and your mind for sleep at night? Meditation, emotional freedom technique, Reiki, massage therapy, or a a combination and a jambalaya of all of that? It is everything because there's no separation between mind, body, spirit. It is one, is your heart, it's your entire body. You have to eat well. There's no getting out of it and giving up caffeine. For some people, that's incredibly difficult. I understand caffeine is a drug. I was addicted to coffee, like many people are. And it's hard, but when you're overstimulating your nervous system constantly, you just never calm down. You never go into rest periods and healing. And as a wellness coach, I'm very holistic I look at the body as a whole I look at what you eat I look at your exercise I look at your mental status everything everything you do every day contributes to your energy and I was taught how to look at where was my energy going and could I let go and heal and because I 
I grew up in a very volatile family. There was a lot of violence. Uh, my dad drank. Mm. And so I was always on edge. And I took that into my adulthood and I actually had a really bad belief about myself that I had a bad temper and it couldn't be further from the truth. It was just because I was so reactive. I was always on edge in that fight or flight mode. But when I was taught how to calm down and I've since got much, much better at that technique as time goes on, I can have a stressful event but get into my mind, get into my heart and just let it go and well, choose, I what I, choose whether I want to be positive or negative. And it, look, it is challenging at times. There's no question. Like I've got something stressful going on in my life at the moment, but I'm just like sometimes I think about it, I'm like, no, park it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to think of something good in my life and be grateful because my life is pretty good. It could be a lot worse. It, well, it could be a lot worse, and people don't realize uh, that until they hear somebody else's story. But my thing is, what I've been doing is I've been reframing, and I have been talking to myself about how I receive and process information, yeah. just like a computer and a database. Yeah. You can yeah. go in, you can edit, you can filter, you can delete it, you can type it again, okay? Yeah. Uh, but just like the hard drive, it never really mm. goes away. So managing it is the key and recognizing the triggers and recognizing your signs that when you are in this fight or flight state, that you know that it is a temporary condition and that this too shall pass. But it's about how you process the information. Because sometimes, and I'll be honest with your brains, if the combination of the cocktail is right, maybe I can go from a flicker to a flame. Oh, yes. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but as I have turned 60, which was a few weeks ago, there's been an awakening. And I have this conversation with myself. You know, I'm on the other side. I'm not promised another 60 years. Okay? Honestly, we're not even promised the next 60 seconds. No. That's the way right. Life is going on and yeah. all this. So what did being isolated in the pandemic teach you, Julie? Oof. more resilience I thought I was pretty resilient but spending a lot of time alone even though I like my own space I do love people I enjoy spending time with my family and my friends and I had to sort of you know connect more with myself I had no other option but to connect more with myself and sometimes it just meant putting on music and just dancing dancing like no one's watching because nobody's watching except the cat you know, so it's just to get that body moving, like Tony Robbins talks a lot about move your body, get into state and feel that joy. And even if you're going through a challenging time, you can always find joy about something. Always. There's there's something to there be. There has to be something. I know, I know it's very challenging at times, but there has to be something. It might be just having some nice chocolate or a nice cup of tea or something like. Well, I remember reading this but but sometimes it's just being aware that there is something going on. Sometimes people are narcissistic and they're numb. They're numb to themselves yeah. and they're numb to everything around them. That's dangerous. Yeah, when, they disassociate themselves. Right. And they're so uh, in that uh, one to ride that vein of righteousness that I'm the victim, that everybody else is wrong but me. And when you can say, you know what? 
I am a victim of this particular circumstance. Yeah. Um, there are options. There are challenges. I'm sure I'm not the only person here. I'm mm. sure I'm not the only person going through this right now. Uh, it, you know, when people uh, die by suicide, they don't commit suicide because they're not committed to it. They just no. want, they want to release. <laughs> They want to release the pain. Yeah, and, they've had enough. Yeah. yeah, they they just have had enough. So when you mm. are in this state of burnout, and you know that you've had enough, and you are a single parent, and you got three kids, and you're trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents, and you look in the mirror and you see this ugly face, what would you tell that woman right now, Julie? Find that loving yourself. Look in the mirror and say I love you and I, I know that can be hard to do when you don't love anything about yourself but just keep yourself going look at what what are you living for look at your vision what do you want to create for your life you know what do you want to create for your children and just teach your kids that bad times pass hard times pass just find that faith and it might just mean spending 15 minutes in the morning before the kids get up meditating, just connecting with your heart and your soul and your spirit and just continue. And, um, and when money's tight, food, you know, you look at the budget, eat, eat food that you can afford, eat in season, like eat lots of veggies and fruits as much as you can. And I know processed food that, is cheap that, and it's easy. Food. Yeah, those processed foods, those additives and preservatives, mm. they can really kind of set your, your body chemistry off to the point where you... Absolutely. You know? And it's so expensive for a Mackie and fries. Uh, yeah, I don't call that food, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Well, you know, I was just yeah. in Italy. I mm. love that place. Yeah. And I was telling people, you know, everyone talks about the Mediterranean diet, but really mm. what I saw was it was more of farm to table. Yes, absolutely. Not mm. this processed stuff. That made nope. I'm yeah. sitting here Googling how to make a, a homemade tomato sauce. You know, <laughs> it yeah. makes a difference because you know what's in it. And you're, yeah. the things that you put in your body, your body is a machine and you are what you eat. Yeah. You know, and you are what you digest. And if you're stressed all the time, your digestion's not going to work properly. Like Italy, they know what real food is, and they don't have a massive plate of pasta, which you know, very high in carbs. No, they have it. They have it every day, and it's fresh, though. I mean, you know, it's yeah. not like this processed, dried stuff. No, it's it's made by someone's nonna down the road. You know, like a beautiful food. Like I would. I would eat myself silly through Italy, you know, but I'd <laughs> still be healthy. But I mean, you know, there was fresh kill in the marketplace and there's no flies. You see the juice running out of the peaches, no flies, wow. no smells. All you had was the cheese and, you know, uh, cutting a piece of the pear and trying the fresh crackers. Life is good. What's good um, in your life right now, Julie? What's making you happy outside of that cat? <laughs> Well, it's following my dream of helping people because I don't want anyone to suffer the way I did. I didn't get a lot of support when I had chronic fatigue. You know, there was a lot of ignorance about that. But now I have amazing friends 
like I'm part of a community called Tribal Wellness Group. And through that community, I have made the most beautiful friends. It's I finally found my tribe. And if I hadn't become ill, I wouldn't have studied to be a wellness coach and I wouldn't not have found my tribe that I'm meant to be with. And it took me, you know, <laughs> over 40 years to find that tribe, but it doesn't matter. I got there in the end and my journey, even though it's been difficult at times, it's made me who I am and I have so much empathy for other people. Like sometimes I have to switch it off because it gets too much, like all these flood victims in Australia kills me they live in intense but I have to switch it off because I have to fill up my cup before I can help other people and I think that's the biggest mistake a lot of people make they put everyone else first before themselves and it's not being selfish if you put yourself first you look after yourself you know you meditate exercise you eat well you look after your mental status your mental health you know then you're full your, your heart is full, your cup is full, and then you can be of service to other people. And because I really believe that everyone's purpose in life is to serve others. And that can be in a gazillion ways. There's so many different ways. It might be your barista making your coffee or tea in the morning. They're being of service. Exactly. It might be the person that dry cleans your clothes. They're servicing you. Right. So. right. No, um, if you had three wishes, what would they be? Get rid of poverty, definitely. Um, better health in the world, definitely better health, and just more heart centered people okay. that will get out of their own way to help other people just kind just be kind kindness is free we just don't have enough of it in the world if you were a flower in the garden what flower would you be i'd be a rose be a rose because <laughs> it always smell nice oh they do they do and a healthy rose bush just gives so many blooms i've got four roses in my garden and they're just oh. beautiful they're just starting to bloom probably in about three days i'll be picking some blooms that's I'm beautiful looking forward to that what kind of music do you like, Julie? Oh, I like a bit of everything. I like a bit of country, pop, a bit of rock. I used to like a bit of heavy metal, believe it or not. Uh, absolutely, I do. <laughs> Girl, please don't give me those Guns and Roses. I mean, well, I, I oh yeah. Her, oh my God, that Axel Rose. Yeah. That Axel Rose does something to me. Yeah, Molly. Crew, uh, I grew up in the 80s, so I absolutely love 80s music and I often play it because it gets me in a good mood and you know there's just no no decade like the 80s with the music. What would you tell a 25-year-old Julie? Oh gee, that's a hard one. Um what would I tell her? Don't give up on yourself. No matter what happens, don't give up on yourself. And that's very important that you mm. have that. So some of your hobbies are swimming. Yeah, I love keeping fit. And see, I couldn't do that when I had chronic fatigue. And that was probably my biggest frustration where I couldn't exercise because I actually enjoy exercise. Mm. I don't like running. I'm not a runner. But I love my walking and my cycling. Love the water. Just feel so at peace, especially if I go snorkeling in the ocean. 
to see fish all this life underneath the water that you don't normally see. Oh, I know. That's uh, amazing. And you enjoy comedy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Give me something funny to watch. Makes you feel good. It does. But, you know, comics have it so rough now because everybody is so cotton picking sensitive. Oh, my God. The cancel, like, cancel culture. It's just got too much. It, it, it got too much. And yeah. people are, you know, um, they don't, you have to laugh to keep from crying, brains. It's as simple as that. And sometimes the shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is you and can laugh at yourself i did one of those laugh yoga courses and Julie, oh wow let me I'm tell you that up. my stomach was hurting because i used the core muscles yeah from yeah. up under the breastbone and the ribs all the way down to the jelly belly of the lower abdomen oh i laughed and you can just yeah. sit there and laugh at nothing so try that brains instead of wiping weepy tears yeah, I'm going to look that tears. up. Yeah, wipe the tears that, that make you laugh because it is a lot of fun. Julie, you have yeah. been a lot of fun. Tell my brains about any current offerings that you might have, programs that you want them to check out, and how to get in contact with you. Yeah, I have a program called the Ember Mindset Program, and it's got about 12 modules to that, and it's we go through food, even your inner language, how you speak to yourself, setting healthy boundaries, how to set intentions, like especially the night before, what kind of day you want to have. Uh, I call it mental rehearsal or it could be called brain rehearsal. Depends on which expert has, you know, inspired me. And I have a website, activatewellness.com.au. I'm on Instagram. It's activatewellness underscore, or if you search for my name, Julie Hoof, you'll find me. Also Facebook. <laughs> well, those are all of the usual hotspots. Yeah, That's you'll where definitely we live, find right? me. That's where we live, all over the planet. And I got to turn upside yeah. down. I need you to go in, like, love, and share. Like, love, Brilliant. share, and subscribe. That subscription is, is big because you know what? We're digging out content we are preparing it we're plating uh we're plating it and putting it before you to ingest the best information for your wellness your mind your body your spirit your relationships your finance your sex life all of it we want it to be well we want you to yes. be the total we do you know and if you and anyone Anyone that signs up for my program, like of 10 sessions, they always get a 10% discount because, I, you know, I appreciate that they've committed up front. They're not just to try and buy. like. Right. And, and the thing is, you don't have to be um, in Australia. No, no, anywhere in the world. I work anywhere online. Anywhere in the world. And yeah. we have troubles all over the place. So this is not. That's a right. There's problem. a lot of burnout people. There's a lot of burnout people. But there's a lot of loving people that have come out on the other side yeah, that are willing to reach definitely. back and support you and hold your hand. And I want to thank you so much, Julie. Again, brains, go to activatewellness.com.au. I'm going to put the information at the back of the interview. I'm going to put this on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Blog Talk, iTunes, MixCloud, Apple. Across the world. Oh, <laughs> cotton-picking world. And share with your friends. It's an easy, relaxed conversation. We don't want to talk at you. We want to talk with you on the edge.
Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Bye, Brains. See you.